0: Good morning, it's really lovely to be unpacking God's word to you today. We're going to be thinking about Jesus' encounter with Nicodemus. We've just had it read to us from John chapter 3. Nicodemus was a Pharisee. We read right at the beginning of the chapter this. There was a man named Nicodemus who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. That means he's quite important. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God is not with him. Nicodemus came to Jesus in the night because he was scared and uncertain. Being seen with Jesus would have been risky for his reputation and even his circumstances could have been changed because he had encountered Jesus. But there was something about Jesus that Nicodemus wanted to find out about, something that made him question, something that drew him to be more close to him. Nicodemus encountered Jesus in his fear and uncertainty and discovered that when we seek Jesus, we will find him. Jesus is always near, always with us, walking with us by his Holy Spirit, But we often miss him. We don't experience him. As I've prepared this, I've wondered how many times I've missed an encounter with Jesus. Perhaps I was too busy to seek him or full of other priorities rather than this most important priority. And today I'm wondering how many encounters with Jesus I've missed because instead of hope and certainty, I have felt fear. And confusion, and I've allowed that to take hold of me, rather than turning to my friend and my saviour Jesus. Today, can I encourage all of us to look for Jesus? In Kids Church this week on Wednesday, uh, Heather was encouraging our children to draw a picture of something they would like to do with Jesus. It was beautiful. Uh, my Sam drew a picture of him and Jesus reading a book together. One child, uh, Oscar, hello Oscar, uh, was, uh, drew a picture of him and Jesus on a roller coaster. That's exciting. Another child, Henry, drew a picture of Jesus eating sweets with him. You see, Jesus is always with us when we seek him. He's there in the everyday moments and we just have to invite him to make uh, himself known to us. We need to become deeply aware that his presence is with us. Perhaps you're watching this and you're not a Christian and you're thinking, I don't really understand what you're talking about. You don't really know who Jesus is and yet like Nicodemus, you're strangely drawn to him. When I was 16, I had an impowerful encounter with Jesus in the middle of the night. Since then, my life has felt so different. I've lived it in a different way and one that I can only describe as to the full. We would love you if you are sat there now not knowing who Jesus is to encounter Jesus. Now, you can do that all on your own by just asking for him to make himself known to you. But also, we'd love to invite you to join us on an Alpha course. We've got one starting this very Wednesday, all done on Zoom, so you can do it from your sofa. You watch videos with others and have a conversation about who Jesus is and the kind of life that he is inviting you to. All the details will be on the comments and on our screen, but do get in touch with us, alpha at burlington.church, if you would like to get involved. When we seek Jesus, just like Nicodemus, we find him. If you're a Christian today, though, don't miss Jesus's invitations to encounter him. He's there with us. Seek him and you will find him. And when you find him, you will encounter him. And he will calm your fears, speak into your uncertainty, and he will certainly restore your hope. Secondly, though, Nicodemus encountered Jesus and discovered that Jesus always reveals the truth we need to hear Nicodemus comes to Jesus with a whole host of questions how can I be born again I can't go back into my mother's stomach what does that mean and then he asks more and more questions probing Jesus to see just who he is Jesus answers them he speaks truth after truth in this passage Did they all make sense to Jesus? No. Uh, Sorry, to Nicodemus, no. Remember, this is before Jesus had died. Could Nicodemus possibly make sense of that verse that Jesus says, for God so loves the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life? Do all of the truths of Jesus make sense to Nicodemus in that moment or even to us today? No, but that doesn't stop them being true. And they're life-giving truths, things for us to hold on to, to try and understand, but also to experience. Encountering Jesus means we encounter his truth. Over the course of this unprecedented period of time, there have been many truths of God that I have encountered each and every day. I've been reading through the book of Hebrews at the moment And as I've reached the final chapter, there are two truths that God keeps reminding me of this week. Firstly, in verse five, it says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have, because God has said, I will never leave you and never will I forsake you. And then in uh, verse eight, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. These truths, have reminded me every day of who God is, and they've framed my day. You see, when I read those, I know that God is with me. He will promise to never leave me or forsake me. How does that truth frame your day? How does it make you feel? How does it affect your heart? How does it affect your mind and your actions? For me, verse 8 has brought certainty and hope back into my days. There were a couple of days last week when I was feeling quite wobbly, unsettled. I like to plan things and I was trying to plan what the future looked like and how it would all work out. But as I encountered Jesus by reading these words, bam, right there, I discovered that I needed to stop planning and start trusting the one who never changes, the one who's at the beginning and the end, And therefore, me in the middle was secure in his plans. God's truth changes how we live and how we respond to those things around us. As we read our Bibles, God's truth comes and changes us, changes our minds and our hearts. So I'm going to stop chatting right now. And I'm going to encourage us all to encounter Jesus through his word. I've got four verses that I've been praying about this last week and a few others have reminded me of as well that I felt were really significant for each of us today. If you've got children connected to Burlington, um, I'm hoping you've already received some colouring sheets of a few of these verses. Why don't you grab those now and give those to your children? And as I'm praying, maybe they want to colour those in, reminding themselves of God's truth. But what I'd like everybody to do is to hear these words and experience an encounter with Jesus as I read them out. So maybe you want to stand up. I know you might feel like that looks a bit stupid in your lounge, but I'd love you to stand up and put your arms out and invite Jesus to come and meet you. And as I read these words out, why don't you invite Jesus To put those words in your heart and to use them to transform the doubt and the worry and the concern in your mind and why don't you invite Jesus to encounter you as these truths replace the untruths that we perhaps are living so get yourself comfy stand if you can let's get our hands out and let's receive from Jesus let's hear his truth Lord we want to thank you for your word and as we read these scriptures now may we encounter you by your spirit. Jeremiah 31 verse 3 says I have loved you with an everlasting love I have drawn you with unfailing kindness I will rebuild you again I will rebuild Israel. And then Psalm chapter 4. Let your face smile on us, Lord. You have given me greater joy than those who have an abundant harvest of grain and new wine. In peace I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, O God, will keep me safe. I want you to reach out especially now and ask God to meet you as we hear this next passage from Ephesians 3. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. And Lord, come close to us and make this next verse true for us today and into this week we pray. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And so, Lord, we're praying for each other right now that we will know the truth of your word this week and that it will dispel all lies, all uncertainty, all of the things that we are worrying and fearful about. May your truth change us, just like it changed Nicodemus, just like it's changed millions of others through history. As I encounter you, Lord Jesus, today, I declare that I will live by your truth, for you are worthy and we love you. Amen.
1: Thank you, Claire. That was so helpful as we think about encountering Jesus in our fear and in our uncertainties and the truth that he brings to our lives. Our live stream is shortly coming to an end, but let's pause as we come to a close and pray together. Would you join me in prayer as I use the Lord's Prayer as a pattern for our praying together? Let's pray. Our Father, thank you for those wonderful words to begin our prayers. Our Father, in all that's uncertain and unknown, we call you Father and receive afresh the safety and security of being your children. Our Father who art in heaven, our Father who fills heaven and earth, our Father who is sovereign over all things, you are big enough for all that we are facing for everything that we are feeling, for all that we are going through. Thank you that you are our Father and that you fill heaven and earth, that everything is in your strong grip. Hallowed, holy, honoured be your name. So we honour you as the true one, the true Lord of all, the one who rescues, who saves, who heals, the one over all things, our Father hallowed be your name. And yes, may your kingdom come. May your kingdom of grace, of healing and hope. Yes, may your will be done that brings life and peace to us now and forever. So your kingdom come in our homes, in our workplaces. May your kingdom come in our families and with our friends. May your kingdom come in our town, in the hospital, with all our NHS workers, with all key workers across Ipswich, emergency services, essential supplies, medicines, pharmacies, deliveries, for all who are working tirelessly this day and this week. May your kingdom come of grace and healing and hope, of strength and opportunity, we pray. Give us today our daily bread. Give us today all that we need. Give those with anxiety and fear all that they need today. Give those who are bereaved all the comfort that they need today. Give those who are hurting or sad or lonely or depressed your very presence all that they need today today and forgive us forgive us our sins our wrongs in thought and deed forgive us as we choose now to forgive those who've sinned against us help us to let others go to let others off the hook as you have so wonderfully and incredibly left let us off the hook and lead us not into temptation and deliver us from evil, deliver us from the evil of the coronavirus and so we pray knowing that yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory, yours now and forever. Amen.